The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. August is recognized as Black Business Month, a time to acknowledge and appreciate Black-owned business across the nation. I am honored to spotlight a local Las Vegas black woman who is excelling in the world of wrestling art. Ventika Henderson is a wrestling illustrator here in Las Vegas who has created pieces based on wrestlers of both the past and present, including independent wrestler Effie, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, China, Triple H, The Undertaker, Bull Nakano, and many more. Ventika is spilling the wine on her love for professional wrestling and what has kept her interested in the sport since she was a young child. Ventika is also spilling the wine on how she got into wrestling illustration, some of her favorite and most difficult pieces that she's created, and her upcoming project, including her own wrestling comic book. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. I am joined by someone local here in Las Vegas that I stumbled upon on Instagram. We will go into that. Mintika Henderson, welcome to Wrestling Wind Down. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I stumbled upon you on Instagram. I saw your China art like a couple weeks before I reached out to you and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I love it. Just looked at your profile, looked at the art, did not look at the bio. That was my mistake. And then I sent it to my friend, Brittany Sacco. And I was like, let me go to her bio. And I said, Las Vegas. And I was like, hold up now. She's yep. local? Okay. <laughs> and Brittany didn't even realize either. She's like, she's from here. So it's great to have another local on the show. And I'm so excited to learn more about your art journey and how you fell in love with professional wrestling. Yes. Honestly, I've been a fan of wrestling for forever, but it hasn't, it's been like, I want to say a year and a half that I've been really back into it. I kind of blame, not gonna lie, Tumblr. <laughs> what happened was Facebook was, I guess, listening to my conversations or something like that. And I was getting ready to go watch old Eddie Guerrero matches because I really loved him as a child. And then Tumblr started showing me Roman Reigns. And I was like, who is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> and then that kind of just spiraled into everything. I was like, oh my God, wrestling. And now it's kind of my life. <laughs> so take me back. How long have you been a wrestling fan for? And you mentioned that Tumblr kind of brought you back in, but what has kept you interested now that you've kind of jumped back in and you're watching wrestling regularly? Since I was a kid, I remember growing up watching it. So childhood, I remember um, like my favorite Wrestlers were always like Jeff Hardy, Eddie Guerrero. I loved John Cena as a child. <laughs> like, we stand John Cena in this household, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, my brother also, like, he, I remember he used to have a DS game. I think it was like SmackDown versus Raw. I'd always play that. Um, so it's definitely just always, always like wrestling. It's kept me interested. Is the fact that there's more women wrestling now? Um, and it's really, really inspiring to just see um, strong women and like them actually wrestling and not just being flashy and pretty on the sidelines. That's all like Bianca Belair has been like a really big inspiration. Rhea Ripley, like they just look really, really strong. And I really appreciate that, especially for me, like as someone who's 
struggled with uh, like body confidence. It's really nice to see someone who's not just like skinny, but they look physically strong. Like that's kept me interested. I've seen a death match up close, which is really cool. That's kept me interested and kind of like made me go down a different lane. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like these. These are cool. I want to see more of that. <laughs> when you were growing up, were you outspoken that you liked wrestling? Was it kind of something that, you know, you didn't really tell a lot of people or how did you handle that? Um, It was just, I don't want to say I wasn't like quiet about it, but I didn't really have, and I still don't have a lot of wrestling friends, <laughs> like people that are into wrestling. It was just kind of something that was on TV. So like we didn't grow up with cable or anything. So I think we only really got to watch SmackDown growing up. Raw was on cable, if I remember correctly. But it was just something to look forward to. I didn't really have, I didn't have a lot of friends or like I wasn't allowed to go out a lot. So it was just me and my brother always watching wrestling. Now I'm more outspoken, I don't care. I'm like, I like wrestling. Hi, I like wrestling. (laughs) That's me all the time. As I mentioned, you are an artist as well. When did you start creating art? Also, since I was a child, I've always had a background in art always, always drawing. I was born in New Mexico in Roswell. And uh, when I was, I want to say five, I think in kindergarten, I won an art contest. We had to draw like a parent for I think Mother's Day. And I drew my dad because I didn't grow up with my mom. But it's always just always have been into art. Digital art I've been doing for like I want to say two years now. That's been a transition going from traditional pen and paper to digital. That's a whole different universe. So when you first started, what subjects did you gravitate towards? Um, I like cartoon characters a lot. (laughs) Cartoons are cool. I like really weird stuff. I like to draw blood and like trippy, trippy stuff. Art's kind of been like my outlet for my emotions and stuff. So definitely more on the weird bloody side but definitely cartoon characters I'm really inspired by like 80s and 90s retro stuff so things like Gem and the Holograms it's cool I remember Punky Brewster had a cartoon that I watched which isn't even my generation that's like my mom's generation (laughs) but I just like the artwork Care Bears Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I like that kind of art how did you transition from Care Bears the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to illustrating wrestlers I was going through an art block (laughs) and I've never drawn fan art before so I was like I think I came across Gold Dust he was the first wrestler that I drew Mm. and I had never seen him so I was like who is this so I googled Gold Dust I was like wow iconic okay I want to I kind of want to draw this person So that was the first time I drew a wrestler. And it was so fun because when I do my own art, it is very fun, but it's very time consuming. And it's not, I think, too much about stuff. So when I did the fan art, I was like, wow, this was refreshing. I didn't really have to think. It was just like, bam, there it is. I was like, okay. So I wanted to do more of that. And that's kind of where it started. I started with him. Then I drew Bret Hart which I never actually shared on my Instagram. No one's actually seen it. (laughs) It's not too late to share it. I know. (laughs) I know. I need to. I like it. I love Bret Hart. (laughs) How many wrestlers and superstars have you illustrated so far? So I've done Goldust, Bret Hart. I've done Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. I've drawn China and Triple H twice. I've drawn Effie, who is all-time favorite, Bull Nakano, and then I'm also in the middle, like, I still need to finish my Bianca Belair drawing. I have it sitting. I just, my attention span is like a squirrel sometimes. (laughs) 
And then um, I'm also like in the middle of drawing Eddie Guerrero too. John, a handful. To me, it's a lot. <laughs> what has been your favorite one to illustrate? I definitely like the China one. That one, I really liked how I did the colors uh, with the purple and the red. And then initially I was going to start just do one, but I ended up merging three <laughs> drawings together. I was like, okay, let's make a comic book cover. And that's kind of what happened. That one's my favorite so far. And then which has been your most difficult? I want to say Effie, because I don't draw a lot of guys in general. So drawing him, I really wanted it to be perfect. But his freaking jacket <laughs> took me hours. I was like, why? Why are all these little studs on here? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to redraw because um, I did the line work. And then I was like, okay, let me make it just a smidge bigger. And so I enlarged it a little bit and it ruined my line work. So I had to spend another two hours redrawing the line work. I was so hurt, <laughs> so hurt. I was like, how dare, how dare this happen? <laughs> Take me through the process of how you illustrate these wrestlers, how long it usually takes. When you first get the idea that, okay, I want to draw, for instance, Effie, where do you start? You mentioned it takes you two hours to redraw something. How do you get into that mode? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm just so genuinely curious to know your whole process because I don't have the patience for it. So what I do, so if, for instance, Effie or even China, I have either Pinterest or for instance, Effie has Instagram. So I kind of just go through and find pictures that I find cool and not just like the typical, oh, this is the picture that they're known for. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this picture and I want this picture. And then I either screenshot it or save it to my phone. And then I put it on my tablet. I use Procreate. And so I'll draw one picture first and just do like the initial the sketch is what I start off with. I do the initial sketch, put that to the side, and then I'll do that for each picture that I want, merge them together or like position them how I want to. Then I do the line work <laughs> and so I'll do line work for one, two, three, and then I erase whatever lines I don't want, smack that all together. And then I, that's when I start coloring and everything. It's like line work will take anywhere. I think for those about like two hours, maybe all together for like from the sketch to the line work, coloring details, it can take anywhere between like six to 12 hours total. Altogether. And you do it in one sitting? It depends on if I'm working or if it's like my day off. If it's my day off, yes, I will sit there all day and just not move. I have, that's when I'm like in the zone. If I don't have art block or I have nothing else to do, like I'm just hyper-focused. That's all I do. I'll forget to eat. It's not good. <laughs> and we have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, why do I have a headache? Because you've been staring at your tablet all day. <laughs> You've had the opportunity to be a vendor at Grab House events, showcasing and selling your art to fellow fans. How have these experiences treated you? Really well. It's been really eye-opening. Grab House was actually the first live wrestling event that I've ever been to. Like, I had never been to an in-person wrestling event. So for it to be, like, a, the local scene and, like, smaller independent wrestling was all that I can imagine. I was like, this is my life. This is what I want. This is where I want to be. <laughs> it was just so much fun. I literally left my husband. I was like, go watch my table. I'm going over here. <laughs> I spent most of the time just in awe. I was like, what? What is going on? Didn't know who anybody, like any of the wrestlers were, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was insane. It's been 
really cool to kind of just like meet that wrestling community and like find that spot especially with my artwork it's a little harder to find like where I'm comfortable um because my art is a little in your face and it doesn't really fit in in other places so I just I feel at home which has been really cool to me the people that run Grab House they're really really nice all the wrestlers that I've met like they've been really cool and it really did like also open my eyes like I like independent wrestling a lot it's a different vibe to me <laughs> let me kind of dive into that a little bit so that was your first show ever mm-hmm. have you ever thought of going maybe to like an AEW show or WWE show has there been any apprehension to go or I'm just so intrigued because for me I've never heard of anyone that I know going to an independent show first they always go to like a WWE or an AEW or an impact maybe but like they always go for like that popular brand so to see Mm -hmm. someone kind of go the different avenue I'm kind of intrigued to see were you interested in going into like a WWE event or an AEW event or was that something that you're kind of like okay I think I'll just watch it on TV and then you had the opportunity to go to an independent show and you were like let me just go and see what it's about I actually went to Double or Nothing which was absolutely insane I bought like two random cheap tickets last minute took my friend who doesn't even care about about wrestling we sat like in the back I was like this is literally my life (laughs) (laughs) like as soon as I saw the grab house independent wrestling show I was like I want to go to anything wrestling so if it comes to Vegas I'm going I don't care if I have to wait last minute and buy like the worst tickets I want to go so that's what happened with double or nothing and then I also last minute the day before double or nothing had bought a GCW ticket. Yes! I went to Downward Spiral. <laughs> yes! GCW, like, I had been watching AEW and WWE for a while, and the only reason I found out about GCW was because I was watching John Moxley, and he was doing, I think it was Hammerstein. Uh-huh. And so I was like, let's just buy this random pay-per-view. So I bought it, and it just, like, blew my mind I was like what is going on that's how I found Effie (laughs) and ever since then I'd been obsessed I was like okay GCW's coming to Vegas I gotta go I'm going don't care my husband didn't want to go with me I went alone (laughs) did you do general admission or did you sit I I mean I was there we sat second row the glass was coming at us it was only the second GCW show I'd ever been to it was insane it was so fun what happened was I bought like a ringside ticket, sixth row, like so close, but not like the closest. And I was sitting there waiting for the show to start. And this lady walks up to me and she's like, this is going to be a really weird question, but are you here alone? And I was like, yes. They're like, I hope (laughs) I'm not getting kidnapped at a GCW show. I was like, what is going on? She's like, okay, so I have an autistic son and apparently he can't sit in the front row would you be willing to switch seats with my son and like you sit next to me and he sits over here so I could keep an eye on him and I was like okay oh my <laughs> so gosh in front row <gasps> and it was just bananas like she was one of the sweetest people I had ever met she Aww. knew everybody she's like name dropping the referees like the people <laughs> next to the ringside mama, mama who... was like if my son likes this I'm going to like it as well so I was like okay and I did I got to see Effie up close and personal I was like oh my god my mind I was wearing my Effie shirt <laughs> it was just so fun and then that's when I saw my first death match up close insane um, I was I had like my I had bought two shirts 
at the vending booths and I put them like over my legs. I was like, I am not trying to get cut today, but I don't want to move. <laughs> I was like, I have to see this. <laughs> it was just wild. And that's when I knew it's like, I had been interested in watching like more bloodier deathmatch stuff, but I was like, I don't know if I can stomach that. But then I saw it up close and I was like, okay, I really want to watch this more. <laughs> and I like it is it. just so insane the glass like yeah I can deal with everything else like the doors the tables the chairs alley catch with her knife but (laughs) the glass the light bulbs I'm just like it's intense it is but people they live for it you live for it I'm starting to live for it (laughs) it's like once you go down that route you kind of gotta go like that's it that's that's where it's going It has. It's been, it's been crazy. So ever since then, like, I'm like, yeah, I want to go. So that's why I want to go to like New Japan. Cause like now I'm like, okay, how do I watch Japanese wrestling? I want to watch this. I want to go. So if I can snag a ticket last minute, I'm going. (laughs) You can always snag a ticket last minute. That's the best time to buy tickets. Yeah. (laughs) The AEW tickets for double or nothing. They were dropping. I dropped mine because I had bought some all the way in the back. And then I found some on the floor. I was dropping mine at the arena. Because I was like, someone has to buy them. Someone right. bought one of them. But I mean, that's better than not getting any of them, right? Oh, yeah. I wanted to get them because I wanted to be closer for a double or nothing. But like, as soon as tickets dropped, they sold out so fast. I was like, where are the tickets? What What is this? <laughs> so I had to wait. At first, I wasn't going to go. But then I convinced my friend. I was like, if you want to go, I'll buy tickets. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> She didn't know who anybody was. I'm like, I don't know absolutely everyone, but I know enough and I'm going. (laughs) And we had bought, I had bought me, my husband and my brother-in-law tickets to go see Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. But then, and I got us good seats too. And then they refunded everybody because they moved to a different venue. And I was like, well, I don't have time or patience to sit and attempt to get tickets again, especially the tickets that I had gotten. So I didn't go. I ended up out of town. I was a little sad. (laughs) I did not go either. Other people went. I had some friends that went to that one and they said it was pretty good. Do you have any upcoming pieces that you can tell us about or any upcoming events that you will be selling your art at? Um, So events, I'm doing Haymaker. She's a local boutique, art boutique, where she curates a bunch of stuff like from other artists and sells their things. I have a pop-up there and then I'm doing her market. And then I'm doing Grab House Dues Paid on September 9th. For those are the events that I have coming up. Pieces. I'm working on my own comic. I decided to come up with my own wrestling comic and because I, I want to make a cartoon at some point. It's called The Chronicles of Star Batty and Rage Girl. And I'm working on the characters for that. And then fan art wise, I'm really, like I said, I need to finish my Bianca drawing. She's 90% there. I just need to do it. And then I'm kind of, I want to do, I don't know. I kind of want to do like Rhea Ripley because I love her. That's my wife. <laughs> I don't know. People have been requesting like old school Jeff Hardy, which is, Mm. yes, I would like to draw him. I kind of want to do like an updated Shawn Michaels. I don't know. There's a lot. I think you could slide a Jake something drawing in there for the girlies. I really think you could. And Wardlow, because, you know, yes. (laughs) Let's talk about before we wrap up a little bit about your comic. What made you want to sit down and actually start your own wrestling comic? And what is the inspiration behind the name? The reason I started a comic is because fan art's great but I really like I excel at drawing my own characters and then the name 
I don't know. Like, I, I literally just drew these people and I was like, what am I going to name this? And I was like, she looks like Rage and she has a star on her shirt. <laughs> and I call everyone a baddie. So I was like, star baddie and Rage girl. And that's kind of how my brain works. Whatever pops into my head, that, that's what it is. <laughs> but Rage Girl, I think she's my favorite right now, especially since I've drawn like a whole bio for her officially. Thank you, Ventika, so much for joining me. Where can the people keep up with you on social media? Right now, I only have Instagram. It's at It's Ventika. <laughs> I don't use Twitter yet. You need to use Twitter, though. I need to. But yeah, Instagram is my main. That's where people can keep up with anything I do. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? Until next time, enjoy your wine, and of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.